0: and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewer Show bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely blessed fantastic day today as always. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I we got to spend time with family and got to talk to a lot of friends about certain things that are going on and, and just enjoy you know being with family and friends and i encourage you on a regular basis don't take any one of your family or friends for granted i know a lot of people you know and no family's perfect a lot of times family and friends have disputes or arguments but the truth about it is it's always important to try to come to a mutual agreement on stuff you know there's a lot of times things can be talked over and topics can be discussed and in most cases people can really be encouraged and a lot of times that's what we need to be doing is encourage one another support one another and continue to stand up strong and I appreciate the support and emails I get from y'all I got a lot that I've been going through over the weekend just some of them were really encouraging I appreciate that I needed that and I thank you for your support be sure if you need anything to check out the website healthmasters.com you know it well Some of the best, highest quality supplements in the entire world are vitamin C formula, none other than with antioxidants, vitamin C caps with antioxidants on sale right now for product of the week, 10% off. Be sure to check that out as that ends Wednesday and vote for what you want to see when coming up on Wednesday as well. And first thing I want to get into is uh, know a lot of the buzz, a lot of the articles talking about as far as the, the banks and collapsing and all this theater that's going on, and I want to encourage everyone, yes, you need to make sure you are hedged and shielded correctly and make sure that you have things covered, whatever that may be. I'm not giving you financial advice, but I have encouraged a lot of people to rethink where certain assets may be stored or where you may be holding them or what they may be in. Just think about that when you see certain things like we saw on Fridays, you go, Guys know I talked about it with Silicon Valley Bank pretty much getting completely and totally shut down by the afternoon after our show. And now the Fed's coming in and saying that, you know, the depositors are going to be covered and they're going to be doing more bailouts, so to speak. And there's one thing that a lot of people have not talked about. And I'm going to bring this up here very clearly because I talked to a tech guy uh, this morning. that has been involved heavily in tech, heavily in crypto. I was involved in some of the stuff out in Silicon Valley previously, not with what happened with the bank last week, but just in some of the companies out there. And the aspect that a lot of people have not realized is like with Signature Bank collapsing again this morning, all this news talking about it, Signature Bank was holding in September of last year, almost a quarter of their holdings were in cryptocurrency. Now what we're seeing right now In this whole banking is – I don't personally think this is 2008 all over again yet because this is a different, completely different factor because cryptos weren't really even a thing in 2008 to any significant degree. What's happened is now, in my opinion and other people's opinions, the banking cartel, the Rothschild, Federal Reserve, and all the other banking cartels along with Vanguard, BlackRock, State Street, J.P. Morgan, which own essentially almost everything. What you had happen over the last decade specifically was these tech companies were starting to make a lot of money. And some of these startup companies were starting to expand in the entire world. You had when you had Uber and you had all these big companies that were coming up from nothing. Most of these companies were built and grown organically from the start. Once they started having money injected into them, like BlackRock and Vanguard, they were then either sold or taken over. A lot of people don't know this. But most of the tech companies, once they reach a certain size, they're never usually held by their original. Owner. They end up getting bought up, or they have so many shares owned by BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, and JP Morgan that it's either a hostile takeover or they just essentially own the entire company. The banks want to control and rein in all this free money that's been floating around over the last decade with these tech companies because a lot of these guys are making a lot of money. What they're doing is they're shutting down these banks that these tech companies have been funded by essentially. And what's going to happen is a lot of these tech companies are not going to have the capital to maintain liquidity and maintain operating expenses. Because remember, a lot of these tech companies base almost solely off human input, And their biggest expense in most cases is payroll. Remember, they're not producing a giant building. They're not building skyscrapers. They're not steel manufacturers. They're not producing automobiles. It's the tech world. Almost everything is their main expenses is. Payroll. And what happens is a lot of these tech companies are not going to be able to operate much longer unless they have an enormous amount of cash flow to keep rolling. When they're holding these banks cash and all this cash is getting sucked out of the market, these tech companies are going to start either A, collapsing, or B, You guessed it. They're going to be bought up and they're going to get owned by BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, and J.P. Morgan. And that's what I think is happening right now. This is the final phase of the banks coming in, sucking all the air out of the room, trying to own every single major company that's in the tech world and essentially uses another excuse to – Run more bailouts, increase more debt, increase more issues. I saw an article earlier that was talking about the Silicon Valley Bank that there was an enormous amount of Chinese finance that was involved in that as far as that bank was funding and lending money to a lot of Chinese firms here in the United States. So, again, where's the money going to go? Who's going to be repaid? Well, It's going to be the taxpayer that's on the hook again. This is what always happens every single time. It's just another day, another story, another topic that they're rounding through. So again – Don't get all worried. Don't get all panicked. I know a lot of people are getting really spooked over the weekend. Obviously, make sure you're hedged and shielded in certain areas that you need to be. But a lot of this right now is a big squeeze on the tech companies. As sad as that is, you're going to see BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, and J.P. Morgan start owning essentially everything in the tech market that they do not already own. They're going to own now. And that's pretty much exactly what's going on at this very moment so far. Now, if it starts spreading and starts getting worse, we'll see from there. But remember, a lot of these banks were based solely off of just Tons of cash being brought in without really producing much of anything. Most of these companies weren't showing any like type of significant production because, again, it's all tech. So be careful on what you hear. A lot of what you hear and see is theater, as I've told you repeatedly. So be cautious. Do your own research. And, again, when you start having every single major media outlet talk about the exact same thing, remember what I told you? It's not necessarily news. It then turns into propaganda.
1: What do you think, Dan? Well, I know that the Lord will reach down and pull you out of deep waters. I know he'll do that for you. But you know, he wants you to be prepared, too. He wants you to be ready for anything that could happen. And we've told you guys for years that the banking system was unstable because of fractional reserve banking and because of the derivative exposure. I mean, our derivative exposure in the United States is actually bigger than our entire GDP of the United States of America, which is insanity. And what that means is they'll take – They'll take a house, something happened in 2008, and they'll break it up into multiple shares, and they'll sell it as a derivative and maybe get 1000 to $1 for it. In other words, they have $1 in assets for every $1,000 they've lent out and sold out. And this is how the market, the market has stayed up now for the past 15 years is the continued use of derivatives and the continued infusion of capital. We saw that with COVID. You see trillions of dollars printed the COVID, COVID stimulus package, and nothing happens to the population of the planet. So we got some free rent for a while. And really, we didn't get the free rent. The landlord simply couldn't basically throw us out. You know, as far as you know, if, if you if you didn't pay the rent, and on and on and on and on, and or they'll send you a thousand dollars or something else. But it was a vast majority of the money. You know, Ken went back into the government and into the private sector, and eventually, I believe, ended up in the banks. But but that's because they're trying to maintain liquidity. Right now the FDIC, I believe it's about a hundred billion they've got in assets as far as being able to pay things back and with over ten trillion in derivative exposure and you know in banking exposure and deposit exposure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever the numbers are. I'm just kind of speculating right now, so don't quote me on any of this stuff. I read some of this over the weekend. Every time I read it, it something else changes and something else is given out and something else is different. But you know, we need to realize that the Bank of Lebanon has crashed. The Lebanese pound has fallen to an all time low of eighty thousand dollars against the US dollar. Uh, people have been taken to the streets. The banks have been set on fire. The Central Bank of Nigeria launched their CBDC a little over a year ago, but people rejected it. So, early this year, the Nigerian banks emptied the ATM machines and closed their doors. How about that? This resulted in an angry protest, when the people attacked ATMs and blocked roads in multiple cities. And remember, too, what happened last week, and we covered this in detail. In the Proud Boys trial, leaked chat logs from the FBI special agent Nicole Miller. Revealed that she was ordered by her boss to destroy three hundred and thirty-eight items of evidence. Once this news broke out, the, halt, the trial was halted. Wait a minute. So now is anybody talking about Proud Boys anymore? Or are we all talking about a banking systemic banking crash for one major bank? There you go. So, so, I mean, Do you think about what I'm saying, guys? Just, they always release this stuff and they always allow it to happen whenever they gotta to try to cover a story. The investigation in Twitter has revealed that moderators were instructed to censor troop posts, which could fuel vaccine hesitancy. The former CDC head, Robert Redfield, has just testified that the NIH was conducting a gain-of-function research in Wuhan lab in China. But did you hear about any of this? Politically, the tide is turning now, and people all over the world are now rejecting the new world order. This is happening everywhere, but in the middle of all this, we have a tech company that decides to go under, a giant bank. And the rise of the Fed race has officially killed America's biggest lender, Silicon Valley Bank. The FDFC shuttered a bank with $152 billion of deposits. The rise of the Fed rates killed Silvergate Capital. Several regional bank stocks have plummeted as a result of the Silicon Valley Bank and the Federal Reserve's rate hikes. The housing market basically is doing poorly right now, except for here in Florida, which is still building houses as fast as they can. The majority of commercial real estate loans are lent by small banks, and massive short bets are now happening in the commercial real estate market, which is going to push the value down more and more. The Federal Reserve Bank is now taking down the housing market along with all the regional banks, leaving only its vassals, the major commercial banks, who will be distributing the CBDCs as a solution. Financial exports are now recommending that people have food, gold, and silver, and cash in their possession. Duh, and duh. We've already told you that for years. Uh, I don't know what to say, but you know, the same thing happened back in the 30s. When, they, when the markets collapsed, and when the markets collapsed back in the 30s, what happened? The banks, the smaller banks, the regional banks, the smaller banks, the city banks, the town banks, went belly up. And, and there were literally thousands and thousands of bank closures. My dad told me about that. And the people who had deposits in those banks, they basically ended up losing everything. And when, when that kind of stuff happens, we need to realize that you know we need to be prepared for stuff no matter what. That's why I say to you, stock up on your supplements. Just That's really important. Make sure your bills are paid. Uh, make sure you can safely have some cash somewhere. I'm not going to say in your house, but somewhere that in the event that something happens to your bank, that you can make, maintain bills for a few weeks, a few months, you know, at least six months. All of the above, if you have the ability to do that. All of this stuff. It's like happening around us in this giant Ponzi scheme, of which these banks are loaning money to each other, loaning money from the Fed, the Fed's loaning money to them. Everybody's basically trying to cover up the derivative exposure and all the stuff that we've done. What was it? What was it? One point four quadrillion in derivative exposure back in two thousand eight, two thousand and nine. This one thousand four hundred trillions. Okay, all of this stuff just shows you the sickness in the system. And why they 're desperate to go to a digital currency so they don 't have bank runs any longer, they can just put more dots and dashes and more O 's on the screen and not have people go up and get cash in two thousand and eight when the market collapsed, there were only there was only approximately eight hundred billion dollars in cash that was printed globally that was about those are the numbers that I read eight hundred billion wasn 't even a trillion dollars in cash with over you know, with a one point four quadrillion dollars outstanding on the eight hundred billion dollars, which is insanity. And so that's the problem. That's why cash, when this kind of stuff happens, is always king. And the banks are so stinking greedy that they had basically shorted themselves so hard as far as buying this low-interest-yielding treasuries, et cetera, that now these treasuries aren't worth the money that they paid for any longer. And that's what happened to so Silicon Valley Bank. They had to liquidate that in order to raise capital, and they had some sell them at a discount, which made them lose a tremendous amount of money, which made them insolvent. And all of these things are happening as we speak everywhere. And I'm being very simplistic with what's happening because it's a lot more complicated than this, but – This is what we have, a giant Ponzi scheme brought to you by the Kabbalist Luciferian Synagogue of Satan Bankers, which is the Babylonian money magic all over again. The same ones that Jesus whipped out of the temple with a whip, the same ones who had the unjust scales, and on and on and on because it's always the same people, brought to you by the angel wars. (laughs) I just thought I'd mention that, but we need to realize who God is, you know, and we understand something. This this is important. When you feel like you can't handle what's happening, you have to ask yourself, who's your daddy? You know, who's your daddy and who is your God? Remember that who he is and that you belong to him. You know, it's interesting to me when we stop, we think about this, that he is the alpha. He is the mega. He is the beginning. He's the end. He's the first. He's the last. He's the keeper of creation. He's the creator of all. He's the developer and the designer of the entire universe, and he's the manager of all time because he's on the present. He always was and always is and never be unmoved. He's unchanged. He's undefeated. He's never going to be undone. You know Jesus came, and he was bruised, but he brought healing. He was pierced, but he eased pain. He was persecuted, but he brought freedom. He was dead, and he brings life as he's risen to bring power, and he reigns to bring peace. The world doesn't understand Jesus at all, especially the secular part of the world. Armies can't defeat him. Schools can't explain him, and leaders can't ignore him. Herod couldn't kill him. Nero couldn't crush him. The New Age cannot replace him, and Oprah cannot explain him away. She can't do it. Oprah the weirdo. That when I was asked to be on her show years ago, because she was such a secular nightmare, I was such she refused to be on her show. Remember that God is life. He is love. He is longevity. He is the Lord. He is goodness, kindness, faithfulness. He is God. He is holy and righteous and powerful and pure. His ways are right all of the time. His word is eternal all of the time. His will is unchanging because he's stable. His word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His mind is always on us. Jesus, remember this, he's our Savior. The Holy Spirit is our guide, our peace, our joy, our comfort, our Lord, and he rules our lives. Remember, guys, we serve him because his bond is love. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. He's done everything for you. When he said it is finished on the cross, it was finished. And his goal for us is to be blessed in every every area of our life. We need to understand that. You have to understand he he is the wise of the power of the ancient of days. He is he, God Almighty, the great I am, and Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are the ruler of the rulers, the leader of all leaders. His goal is to have a personal relationship with you and with me. God will never forsake you. He'll never mislead you. He'll never forget you. He'll never look, overlook you. And you can, he'll never cancel your appointment in his appointment book. Never. When you pray, he will answer you. He will always lead you and guide you if you ask him to. He will pull you out of deep, dark waters like I mentioned earlier in the show. He'll always lift you up. He'll forgive you. When you're weak, he's strong. When you're lost, he'll find you. He's that God. And when you understand who he is and what he does and how he does it on an ongoing basis, you'll understand who you are in Christ Jesus. And you'll understand that the only hope we have on this planet is to return this planet back to the lordship of our our God, Jesus Christ, and to bring these people, these sinners that have done all of this stuff, the synagogue of Satan, underneath justice. That's all we can do is continue to proclaim the name of Jesus all the days of our life. For he is our Alpha, he is our Mega, he's beginning, he's our end. And we're in covenant with him through the blood of Jesus. And it's the blood of Christ that allows us in all times and all places to stand boldly before God Almighty in his throne room and bring him a petition to bring him a prayer and ask him what he wants us to do and to lead us and to protect us against the dark waters. You know, it's interesting. You know, sometimes you'll see a fight, you know, you know, you know, a a battle, you know, you know, you know, professional boxing match. And one person is just so much better than the other person, but you know, you'll see the fight and somebody gets knocked out in the first 30 seconds. You saw that kind of stuff with Mike Tyson all the time. And the person who gets knocked out was completely and totally unprepared for what he was involved with. It's like almost putting an amateur in the ring with Mike Tyson. It's so fast back in the eighties and nineties when Tyson was at his peak. But the crazy part is this, God's not going to do that to you. He's in your corner. He's already taken the blows for you. When you go up to fight, it ain't you going to be fighting. It's going to be the king of kings, the lord of lords, who step into your ring and take your place. He's going to take you and take his hand and pull you aside and say, no, this isn't your battle. It's my battle, and I'm going to win this battle because I've already won it on the cross. He's going to take care of you. Always remember that all the days of your life, for he is God. He is the king of kings. He is the lord of lords, and he will always have your back. He's not going to let you fight the battle. He's not going to put you in the ring against Mike Tyson. He's not going to do that. He's going to stand there and take it. But now, here's the thing. This is important. Don't ask God to step aside that you're going to fight Mike Tyson, that you think it's okay that you can handle this. As you sit out in the corner and nobody's around you and you don't have anybody watching you and you're about to step into a ring with a world champion. Don't do that. Always let God go before you. Let him be your shield your faith, your buckler, and stand there. Put on the full armor of God and know that God's going to be there for you all the days of your life and let him go into battle for you because he's already won. Remember what he said? It is finished. This battle is won. This war is won. I have overcome both death, hell, and the grave because I'm Jesus. I'm the Lord of lords. Lord. I'm the king of kings, and he did what he said he was going to do. So put your trust and your hope in him because he will always do what he says he's going to do. Don't allow this banking contagion to flip you out. Don't allow any of this stuff to do it. Don't allow circumstances in your life to do it. This is one of the reasons last summer when Sharon passed away, our family stuck together because we realized who is the king of kings, who is the lord of lords, who basically is our deliverer. We understood that, and we stood firm in the knowledge of knowing that Sharon was in heaven with him. And that we were still here, that we couldn't, she couldn't come back to us, but we'll go to her eventually. So it gives you peace in the face of tragedy. It gives you peace in the face of loss. It gives you peace to realize that I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. Always remember that, that God is here for you. And If God can be for you, who could possibly be against you? Wow. Officer, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story?
0: That was excellent. You're 100 percent right. That was really good information. And, you know, it's funny. A few minutes ago, you brought up the fact of, you know, what I let loose with the bombshell on Friday last week with the FBI and, you know, FBI agent Miller, you know, (laughs) spying on Proud Boys in conversations with their attorneys and then putting it in Texas in emails with other FBI agents and joking about it. I mean, literally listening to attorney-client privilege conversations so they could get more information. I did broke the whole thing on Friday. It was filed in the District of Columbia, you know, D.C., and yet, crickets, crickets. We've had hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of patriots now that have been sentenced to prison, that have walked around the Capitol building that we fund, that have been charged with you know misdemeanor trespassing and held without bond, no pretrial release, something that's very rare in most cases. And the irony about this is you see individuals in California and New York that are charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon in some cases. Talked about a couple months ago. Aggravated battery. No bail, released same day. Fingerprint, photograph, back on the street. Only to go do the same crimes over and over and over again. But yet peaceful protesters in some cases being peaceful, Walked into the Capitol building like the QAnon dude, as goofy as he looked in his attire and not saying he was you know, really that great of you know, whatever he was doing in there. Wandering around the Capitol with law enforcement, with law enforcement. I mean the footage, walking around. Seven or eight other law enforcement officers get out of his way so he walks around. He thanks the Capitol police on his megaphone when he goes into the congressional chambers to pray. Gets almost four years in the federal penitentiary. And now this information about the FBI… That broke on Friday. You guys can re-listen to it. Yet, again, not a single comment, not a single article, nothing, zero, not one single mainstream media co- uh, print has covered it. Not one, not one that I can find. Yet, they're all over the news with the banks, the banks, the banks. what I said earlier. They already know what they have planned. We already know what they have planned. That's why I've said before, anything essentially that you have wrapped up in the bank, understand that you need to make sure that you've got a hedge. Just throwing that out there. But understand as well that they're doing this as theater in most cases to keep people continually focused on what they want them to focus on. I mean you've got all these individuals in Hollywood that are continually pushing this tranny ideology. We've got DeSantis down here in Florida that has now signed that bill. And there's parents that have pulled hundreds, hundreds of books out of elementary school libraries with graphic depictions of pornography in them directed towards children. No, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Oh, the ba- bank's shutting down because they had a bank run, and FDIC is going to bail them out. They're going to get more bailouts, and the bankers are going to get more money. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's We got we to talk about that on every single news outlet all day long. It's more fear and panic into the masses to continue to control what they're doing. We, we, the reason why this is happening in the banks because we don't have enough control over the finances. We don't have enough control over crypto. The only way to fix this is we need to have more control over the banking sectors, and we need to have full control over all crypto cryptos with a central reserve cryptocurrency. That's what they've already started saying and applying now, because, of course, that's where they're going to roll with this. So that's 100 percent right. Know where your faith is. Know where your trust is. God's got our back. We all know this and continue to read the word. I can't encourage you that anymore. I mean, every single day now I've been having to read the Bible just to keep my mind straight and focused so I don't get I don't veer off in certain directions and, you know, get essentially, you know, bamboozled. Because all this media, all this stuff that we read through every single day when we do the show, it takes a lot of prep work. We've done I go through a lot of information. You've got to weed through it all because there's a whole lot of weeds at the top, and you've got to get all the way down to the root ball. you got to dig that root ball up. So, okay, this is what's really happening right now. This is what they're really trying to do behind the scenes. And it, it turns down to all control over the financial sector. That's the next phase. What we saw in 08 is not the same thing we're seeing right now because what they're doing every single time they have one of these collapses or one of these banking cartel control disputes is they're gathering more and more controls, what they did over COVID. Remember how COVID first started? It was like, okay – there's virus, fear, 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 Oh, everything on the news, fear, 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 what they do every single day, every media outlet, the numbers, graphs, charts, red arrows, all going up, 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 red arrow, red arrow, 55,000 cases. That brought it up again on last week's on show. You could go on Google and type in any number, any number. He did it. He called it out. He looked at it. I did it too. Anybody could do it. Any number possible in your mind, any combination of numbers, type it in, cases, Bam! You get a Google hit. 6,967,321 million cases today. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic and come up with random numbers. That's what it did. What did they do every single day? They bombarded the American population with fear every single day, hitting everybody in the head with a club of fear. Boom, boom. Well, Dad and I on the show just stepped out away from the club and said, I don't want to be hit in the head with fear. I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not going to focus on this fear. I'm not going to worry. What can we do? Okay, let's start hammering the vitamin C, the D3, and the zinc. Let's do some research. Let's talk to people. Let's talk to physicians. Let's talk to doctors that are awake. And that's what we did. And that's why we continued to bring the truth out on this show. And you can go back and listen to our show on the archives in the middle of 2020. I encourage you to do so if you want a little throwback to the past. We don't delete our shows. You can go back on there and find oh, for years and years and years. We don't hide behind anything. If I tell you something, it's more likely because I have researched it and we said it repeatedly. Do not live in fear. There's definitely a virus floating around right now. People are definitely getting sick. There's some people that are definitely dying. However, there's a lot of manipulation that's going on right now. You've got to keep your immune system strong. Focus on the things that you can actually change. What the media loves to do, and they do this fantastically. I'll give them this from a propaganda outlet. They love to bombard you and worry you with things that are outside of your control. I, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do with Silicon Valley Bank. I didn't really know much no, about that's that. That's true. <laughs> what, what am I going to do about that bank? Am I going to go over to you know, California and beat on the door and say, how dare you? I can't believe you all did this. I'm protesting from the bank. Absolutely not. I could care less. A, I'm not going to California. B, I'm not going to go protest a bank. They constantly bombard you with stuff that you can't control. So would you have to take a step back is you have to say, okay, What can I control in my sector right now? What can I do to be prepared for a situation? What did the seven years of plenty and the seven years of famine? See that coming? Okay, so what I do, gather grain. You guys know the story. Gather grain, gather grain, gather grain. Stay stored up. Stay, have food stocked up. Put gold aside, put silver aside. Whatever you need to do, make sure your family's well taken care of. Make sure your family's healthy. And I encourage you to make sure... You're taking some type of martial arts training or activity classes or aerobic, whatever you can physically do. I encourage you to do that. You've got to stay physically fit. You've got to keep your immune system strong. I've had so many people over the last couple of years, especially after COVID, that had emailed me and said, thank you so much for the information. We knew nothing about it. We were pretty much kind of dumb when it came to nutrition. And so many people woke up with that. And I've had so many friends now that were honestly pro-vaccine back pre-COVID. Now, they do not even vaccinate their kids at all anymore. They're like, we're done. We're absolutely done. No more done. Complete. Because we know what's really going on. So continue to change what you can change. Control what you can control. and A lot of the other stuff, be informed about it by all means. Stay well-versed and know what's happening. You want to be prepared and you don't want to get caught off guard. But on the other hand, too, don't fall prey to the, a lot of the lies and manipulations they're continually doing. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. A newly declassified military document has revealed that the United States Special Operations Command will soon be using deep fake technology for online propaganda and campaigns and essentially, in a tip to sway public opinion, uh, you can't make this stuff up. The document outlines their plans to use non radio frequency tagging as well, tracking and locating an effort to stay ahead of those it wishes to remain undetected by. So essentially, they want to control and watch everything you do and track everywhere you go and then put information out there on deep fake stuff. This deep fake is very real. The technology and what they use with this and the ability for them to control certain things and make it look real. This has been ongoing for years ago. One of the first things that got everybody's attention with this was when that video came out with Tom Cruise. I think it was on TikTok. And it wasn't Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise doesn't have social media. And there's a guy. Looks like Tom Cruise, sounds like Tom Cruise, acts like Tom Cruise, mannerisms like Tom Cruise. It's not Tom Cruise. It's deep fake. And he came out after he did it because it went viral. Millions and millions of hits within a couple of days because you were like, "This is crazy. Why is you know Tom Cruise running around on a golf course, you know, eating a lollipop, talking to his audience?" It didn't make any sense. And he came out, "It's all fake. is all fake. This is all fake. Total, total deep fake." The CIA has been using this for years. This is why I said before, what you see on the news don't believe anything you see there's so many cases and videos that have come out now with bumbling mafoon biden his earlobes being completely different shapes his eyebrows being further apart his nose being different videos completely different abnormalities on his face and on his body that's why i told you before it makes no sense some videos he gets in front of the teleprompter. And that's what they call him, Sleepy Joe. He acts like he's about to pass out. And he sits there, oh, well, you know, you stack tomatoes and you get a water hose and, oh, uh, well, never mind. And you're like, what? What is this guy even babbling about? And then you see the other ones, he's all mad. And he's pounding the table. He's super cute. He's precise. Well, not, well this doesn't make any sense. Are they have juiced up on drugs? I have no idea. One thing that I do know is this, nothing we're watching right now is true. Almost every single thing that's going on right now is complete and total theater. So be prepared as always. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, in Canada, speaking of disinformation and continually trying to control the population, uh, I, I met a guy yesterday. I was at a uh, resort with the kids, going hang out with their friends for a couple hours, and there was a Canadian individual there. And he was there with his kids, and we were talking to him, and he actually asked me about going gator hunting, and I gave him a phone number of some gator hunters that I know that can go out and do some great trophy gator hunts. And uh, he was telling me about how everything was in Canada, and so I was kind of joking around with him, and I said, you know what – I said, you guys can't have much guns up there, really. He's like, well, I had a gun. And uh, you know, I just I had to just register it, just so that way, you know, if it got stolen, the government could track it, you know, to make sure they knew where it came from. And I said, so you gotta you gotta like register it? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Do you get like photographs and fingerprints and all this stuff? And I said, you know, that's not for them to track it, right? As far as if it gets stolen, he's like, what do you mean? I said, that's so they have a registry of every single firearm in possession. He's like, well, the problem is if I get caught with the gun that's not registered, like I go to prison. And I said, why do you think the government wants to know where you, simply a law-abiding citizen, has a legal firearm? He goes, well, it's and he kind of paused, and he goes, you think they really tell me I can't have a gun? I said, what do you think they did in Australia? What do you think they did in New Zealand? What do you think they've done in China? <laughs> and, and 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 he goes, I just I just thought you know they want to just kind of you know just keep an eye on it if it got stolen. And I said, <laughs> I said let me ask you a question. I said, did you get the COVID shot? Oh yeah, I had to get the COVID shot. I, I, we couldn't even go to different provinces. He goes, we couldn't even travel. We literally could not go anywhere. We couldn't get in and out of provinces. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything if we didn't get the shot. Should you get any side effects from it? He's like, well, I'm not not so far. He's like, I got sick after I got it. He's like, but other than that, I've been been pretty decent. So did you be getting the booster? He was like, no. He's like, we're not required to get the booster anymore. He said, but you know, they said it was safe and effective. Literally, he said that it's safe and effective. And I looked at him. I just started laughing. And I brought up the fact that Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said now they're appointing an independent special rapporteur who will be tasked to mandate – and make expert recommendations on combating interference and strengthening our democracy. That's what he said. Trudeau said it would be a $5.5 million to invest and build the capacity of civil society organizations to combat disinformation, noting that disinformation generated can be a real threat and the threat that the federal government cannot combat alone. So he's dumping money now which is not surprise, surprise, and the ability to try to control the narrative to make sure nobody can say anything about the truth. They do not, and this is in Canada, it's happened here in the United States as well. It's happened all over the place. They don't want shows like this right now. They don't want you supporting shows like this, like the Ted Nostrum Bro show. They want you to follow exactly what they say on television and listen to nothing else. Because when shows like this, we bring up the fact that there was a filing, in D.C. on Friday about FBI agents directly involved in trying to set up Proud Boys and figure out ways to essentially manufacture information about them to try to put them in prison and they're listening to attorney client privilege conversations. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't talk about that. That's misinformation, bud. It was filed in the court in D.C. No, no, no. That's That's fake news. It's fake news, but that's misinformation. Now that you said that, now we're fining you. We're banning you from driving your EV car. Now your EV car doesn't work for 48 hours. You got to take that post down. I'm not taking it down. Okay, well, now you're restricted for 72 hours on your car. So you take it down indefinitely. You're going to be restricted. You're not going to be able to drive. Oh, and by the way, remember all those guns that you registered? Um, You have now been listed as a domestic combatant, misinformant. And uh, now we need those firearms immediately. You're restricting your firearm rights because you're speaking misinformation. That's literally what they're setting up in Canada right now. This is what they've been setting up in Australia. So what they've been setting up in Europe. It's what they've been setting up in China. This entire thing is based on removing freedoms and people speaking the truth. So the question is then, how do we fight against this? And the answer is very simple. Don't comply. Don't be quiet. Don't go suddenly and quietly into the night. Do not be a victim. Be hard to kill. Be hard to shut up. Be hard to control. Because a population that's awake, that has Christian principles, that has the morals and ethics based on what this country was founded on, and it's hard to kill, those individuals cannot be controlled. And people that cannot be controlled cannot be dictated over and lorded over by tyrants. That is the entire reason the Bill of Rights was put into place for the United States. It wasn't a bill of respects by the government to try to comply with it was a demand of rights that are inalienable, that are made by God Almighty, that were granted to us not by a tyrant, not by a president, not by a dictator, but by God Almighty. And that nobody can take them away except yourself if you relinquish those rights. And that's what people have to remember. Rights are only as good as you force them to be complied with. If you don't enable those rights, if you don't exercise those rights, if you don't demand those rights are respected, What what do you do? do? What do you do? Nothing. You comply and you go to railroad cars and you go to camps. That's what you do. So I encourage my friends, keep getting the truth out there. This misinformation campaign that they've been doing in Canada and Europe and the United States and Australia, it's very, very real. And they're going to do everything they can. It's not going to get better. It's going to get more difficult. It's going to become more of a fight, which means we have to get more vocal. You have to continue to send articles and the show and other shows like this to your friends. Get the truth out there. Spread it as far and wide as you possibly can. Encourage people to keep raising little Americans. Encourage people to keep protecting their children. Protect them from these horrific things that they're trying to expose them to right now. This absolute filth from these pedos. It was funny. Yesterday, I was playing pull-up on the top floor with my buddy at this resort. that at, And it's not a Disney property, but it's bordered by Disney. So you can see the fireworks from Disney late last night and i was up there talking there's a bunch of people they're watching fireworks from playing pool and uh i said you know it's it's a shame i said that disney is so pro pedo now they're so pro tranny and this lady turned to at me she goes like oh, gas like i said that and i said because disney used to be really fun when i was a kid I said, grand there's a lot of weird stuff that's always been involved and in. i said it used to be a pretty fun place i said but you know the pedos always going to go and make sure they mess that up for everybody and this other lady looked at me she goes, well. <laughs> What are you talking about? I said, what am I talking about? I said, Disney World. Why don't you just do a Google lookup? I said, our sheriff's department almost every single four or five months does an operation and arrests dozen pedophiles that are in Disney. I said, I'm not saying they knowingly employ it. I'm not saying they're knowingly involved in it. I said, but it seems odd to me that it's one of the largest employers in Central Florida, and yet it has some of the largest population of pedophile suspects that are continually arrested on almost a monthly basis by the Polk County Sheriff's Department. Oh, I can't believe you said that. Storms off, walks off. My buddy started laughing at me, and I said it's true. So what do you what do you want me to say? I said god "There's no there's nothing no argument to that. It's just a fact. You can look it up on the police docket." And a bunch of other people left after I said that. And it was funny to me how so many people, when you bring up truth and you bring up facts, they don't know how to rebuttal it. Their only response is get mad and get flustered and run out, or they yell, pitch a fit. I've seen that too. Dad's <laughs> seen that as well. Don't. Go quietly into the night. Bring up topics. Bring up truth. Bring up stuff that may make people mad. doesn't matter. Do what you got to do. Continue to get the truth out there and continue to support the Ted and Austin Brower Show the best you possibly can. I appreciate everything. What's your next story, Dan?
1: Well, also with Disney, real quick, you know, it's not in the hundreds as far as people that are being arrested because of Disney at Disney World, but as hundreds of pedophiles are being arrested, the actual percentage of the Disney employees that are being arrested is much, much smaller than that. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm not saying and we're not saying at all that Disney is endorsing any of that behavior from any of these employees. Because I'm sure they're certainly not. From a corporate standpoint, it's just that Disney has been continually been in the process of grooming children and going against Florida's laws, et cetera, et cetera, and promoting the textbook perversion that's all over Florida. Plus, they're bringing all of these other, quote, gay and homosexual and and you know transgender characters into their movies that's what that's the primary thing austin's talking about when he mentions that but but grady judd you know does have a sweep every so often with the pedophiles and they they will upon occasion pick up different people that have been working at disney but again we're under no circumstance saying that this is a disney policy at all it's just what i thought i needed to clarify that but the reality is this is that you know we're in a situation here in central florida where the growth is so extreme and Disney has done this to us as far as you know, I four, that I four should have been a super highway, twelve lanes from you know, from Tampa all the way to Daytona twenty years ago, but it's not. And the traffic here is abysmal. I seventy five is also should have been, you know, six lane, super, twelve lane, super highway all the way from the Florida. Border all the way down, all the way through, down to, to the southwest corner of the, of, of the state. But the reality is, is that this is a problem that we have in the state of Florida now because all the baby boomers are retiring and coming down here, and that's what's pushed the housing prices through the roof down here still. And the sad part about this is, is that this is not this is not changing; it's continuing to happen all of the time. And by the way, General Motors has attempted to cut thirty-five thousand jobs in Michigan a year after a billion-dollar corporate welfare was handed to them on the heels of billions of dollars. Corporate handouts paid by the Michigan taxpayers, General Motors, who's often a beneficiary of government subsidies, announced plans to cut 35,000 jobs in Michigan on Thursday. This is last week. The company said that while they were not laying employees off at this time, they were attempting to buy workers out of their contracts at a $2 billion cost-saving measure. Last year, General Motors received nearly a $1 billion in tax incentives from the Michigan government due to a promise to create thousands of new jobs for the creation of new battery electric vehicle plants, which now we are seeing has been a huge, abysmal failure. With these electric vehicles, nobody wants these cars. By the way, that's why you don't see them on the road. You may see them, you know, in Orlando, where you have people that are "quote unquote" on the Green Deal, or in California. But the vast majority of people in our county, you never see them. You'll see one occasionally on the highway that's transitioning through Polk County, that's going back to Orlando. But very, very rarely, rarely are you going to see these cars on a long distance run because of the amount of time it takes to basically recharge them. In the case of both the Ford and General Motors subsidy, taxpayers taxpayers will reportedly be stuck with over $300,000 bill for every job created. You hear that? $300,000 for every job created, meaning the state will only recover a fraction of this tax revenue it costs to create the jobs. This is the problem when you have a, a company that's being paid and given the incentive, including the federal government, to manufacture jobs because the jobs cost so much money to manufacture because of the Peter Principle or the amount of management it takes and levels of management to do it that it's never cost effective. That's why free enterprise is always the key entrepreneurship is always the key. That's what happened in the United States, which created the massive wealth that we have here in the United States because you have people that have the ability to run a business and have creative marketing, creative thought and creative constructs in order to make sure they can stay solvent, make sure they can stay relevant in the marketplace. They come in and they do all of this stuff and they create jobs. We're talking about people that are plumbers with plumber businesses or you know, we have pool companies or we have electrical companies, electrical contractors or welding shops, all these different things add to the total GDP of the country and provide jobs. And what happens when these big companies are, are developed and start off you know, intrinsically by an entrepreneur, invariably they go public in most cases. They really do, with a big exception to that is publics. They have not gone public yet, which I hope they never do. And when they go public like that, then the big companies like State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock, like Austin said earlier, come in and buy them up. And this is the same thing that's going to happen with the tech companies. The difference is going to be now with these tech companies, these cryptocurrency companies, their value is going to drop off so hard that they'll be, able to bought, up, they'll be bought up by these bigger, bigger companies for, for pennies on the dollar. And that's exactly what happens. I told you the story with Oakley Sunglasses. They had one of the primary distributors was Sunglass Hut, and Sunglass Hut tried to buy Oakley. And and Oakley said, no, we don't want you to buy us. And so Sunglass Hut stopped carrying Oakley. I'm giving you the brief examination, brief analysis of this. Oakley ended up basically having their shares collapse, their sales collapse. Then Sunglass Hut went in and bought them up for pennies on the dollar. And now you buy the Oakley's at Sunglass Hut again. And see, this happens over and over and over and over again. Some people even call it the wheel of retailing when I was in the marketing program before, say, like 40-something years ago. But now that's probably been changed too, in which these companies will come in. And they will have a really good product, and really good service, but then other companies will come in and they'll do the same product, the same service, but at a lower price with less employees. And then the other company can't maintain the overhead. It happened with Sears Robot, You know, JCPenney would have messed that turned into. All of these different people have been around for a long, long time. It happened to JM Fields, you know, when I was a kid. And a lot of these companies, then they end up filing bankruptcy and all these shareholders and these people that have invested in these companies lose their money. Happens all the time. It's called the wheel of retailing. So be very, very careful with that when you invest in there certain startup companies or companies that you know that have been around for a while, because they could happen to them too. You know, Walmart being the exception because they're owned by already owned by State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock. And, you know, they're basically you know handled through you know mid-level and upper-level management that have all been put in by these giant tech companies that own them. And so this is the group that basically continues to run the world, Same thing with Amazon. Then doesn't matter how much money Amazon loses. They just have more money pumped into them because they're trying to make them the premier retailer in the world. That's why I want to thank you guys again for supporting Health Masters. If if it wasn't for you guys buying your toothpaste and your deodorant and your multiple vitamins from us, we wouldn't be here for you for this show. And Austin and I talked about it this morning, how blessed we are. I I had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. You guys are absolutely amazing. You guys are good friends. You guys are family to me. You've been here. If you've prayed for us for the past eight months since Sharon passed, and she's in heaven with Jesus now. She finished her race, and the good Lord took her to heaven, and now she's up there with God. I guess singing with the angels or riding the one horse, riding horses. So the reality is this: is that you know we have been supported by you guys for all of these years. We've had the podcast. We're close to two thousand podcasts now, and I want to thank you for the bottom of my heart for supporting the show and for doing the things that you've done for us. Because if you weren't doing that for us, we simply could not be here at all. So it's very important we understand that. By the way, overnight, oversight chair James Cormer says now, it's as bad as we thought. We have in hand documents that show that the Biden family was getting money from the Chinese Communist Party. This is nuts. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Cormer, Republican from Kentucky, joined Maria Batrimio on Sunday morning. Futures in this morning, this was an explosive interview. Cormer dropped several bombs on the Biden crime family According to Comer, the House Oversight Committee is working with four individuals with close ties to the Bidens. Comer said the committee now has documents that tie the Bidens to the Chinese Communist Party. Now, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen with this: nothing. Just let you know that up front, okay? The, the world is run through organized crime, through the Kabbalists, Luciferians, synagogue of Satan, mafia, mafiosa. You know, Hollywood was run by the mafia. You know, the, the this, this Kabbalist Luciferian Mafia, the banks are run by the Kabbalist Luciferian Mafia. They tie together with other, you know, crime families, other Italian crime families, other Jewish crime families, other Irish crime, crime families, other Russian crime families. And they they work together, you know, to basically defraud people all over the world. And to do what they do, the entire media is controlled by the same group. The entire betting thing out of Vegas is controlled by the same people. And and when you understand that, you start to realize how much of this stuff is being theater for us every single day. That's why I say to you, look at the other news cycles and the news stories right now that are getting absolutely no coverage that are super important, like the Biden crime family. Everybody's talking about Silicon Valley Bank. That's what we're doing. And now they're giving Biden this big boost in the polls because he's going to come in and save the country from a contagion, and everybody's going to ignore everything else that he's done. Look at Trump and all the stuff he was involved in, all the shady stuff he was involved in. Look at look at Nixon, how shady he was. They they finally impeached Nixon because he didn't want to, you know, he was trying to pull everybody out of Vietnam and doing all the stuff he that they didn't want him to do. They had to get rid of him. Look at Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan when he first went in office, he was really going to try to do stuff, especially against communism. And they shot him a few months in the office, almost killed him. All of this stuff happens all the time in order to control the narrative. Because once a person gets to a point where they have tremendous ability to influence large groups of people, you see with Kobe Bryant, you see with Ronald Reagan, you see with all these different people who suddenly die in Hollywood, they got to make sure that their voices are turned down. When Joan Rivers came out and she said that Biden, uh, that uh, that Obama was gay, Michelle was a tranny or transgender, straight said it on camera and it went viral. Suddenly she was dead a few months later. That was the wrongful death suit that started with that. Now how that's how that's turned out, I don't know because the media won't cover it. But she decided to run her mouth. Now I don't care for Joan Rivers, never cared for her at all. She's a big mouth as far as I'm concerned. But I'll say one thing about her was she didn't lie. She didn't lie. Now she may say things I did not agree with, but in her mind she was not lying. And so when she came out and called Obama, Biden, you know, follow there we go, Obama, Biden. she's called O'Vomit, you know, which is you know. <laughs> Obama, you know, gay, and his wife a tranny, uh, they had to shut her up because they knew she wasn't going to shut her mouth because they couldn't control her. So they had to take care of her. By the way, in Russia right now, the elite basically that have been killed now are 39 oligarchs and officials that have mysteriously died. Experts believe that the deaths of at least 39 high-profile figures from oligarchs to scientists, even generals, could show the shadowy and bloodstained hand of the Kremlin. No, it'll be the Kabbalist mafia, which still controls the central bank of Russia. Russia. I've posted this article online. Dozens of high-profile figures have died since Putin launched his bloody war in Ukraine over a year ago, with many in odd circumstances, such as suicides and falls from windows. Sergey Grishin, the so-called "Scarface" oligarch who sold Meghan and Harry their California mansion, died this week from septus after criticizing Putin. Now, whether or not he's basically being killed by Putin, which I don't think that he is, he's being killed by the people that control Putin. I see this old time. I saw. I have to be very careful. You also have the Christian Mafia. I'm going to say that. And, you know, I'm going to say that, too. And it controls a lot of Christian TV. And if you don't march to a certain beat and do a certain thing with them, you're blackballed on Christian TV. How do I know? Happened to me also. And meanwhile, the Russian scientist Andrey Bolchakov, who created the Sputnik V vaccine, was strangled with a belt in his apartment last week. Both men are two of the latest to join a staggering body count of high-profile deaths. John Sweet, a retired U.S. military intelligence officer, and Mark Tuff, a national security analyst, described Putin as running a modern-day FSB version of Murder, Inc. Murder, Inc. was an organized crime group that operated in the U.S. and is believed to have been responsible for more than 1,000 contract killings in the 1930s. Anyone seen as a potential threat seems to have an attraction to an open window, Sweet told the On Sunline on News. Putin's regime, of course, has never admitted to anything and has always dealt with deaths of their enemies with a smile. But the pile of bodies, however, has appeared to have grown at an alarming rate over the last 12 months. The sun, sun – this is where I'm reading from right now – online totaled at least 39 deaths since January of 2020, 2022. So all of this stuff is just you know, speculation on these guys' parts. That's all they are because we have to understand that a lot of this stuff basically uh, has been a mess for Russia too when they left communism. There are two kinds of victims, as far as we can tell those who are opposed to Putin's Ukraine policies, frequently involved in big Russia corporations, explained Professor Glass, and those who Putin believes have double crossed him, oligarchs with the world of, of business who have taken the money but not done his bidding, whether it kept cash or meant for them or opposed him publicly or both. The big question for analysts is whether these killings are political murders of political opponents who might be plotting to get rid of Putin or mafia killings, here we go, remember, organized crime, designed to encourage those who have taken Putin's gold not to stray, or the Kabbalist Luciferian's gold not to stray. Let's correct that, because remember, Putin is also under that control. I believe that, I really do, to understand what they are given and shed loads of money, and when which actually belongs not to Putin, but to the people of Russia, to do as Putin orders not to spend on themselves. So I'm not going to really, you know, you know, this kind of stuff is it's kind of weird to me, but there's a lot of this going on. Leonard Schulman, January 30th, who's a gas boss, found dead in his bathroom with a suicide note. Uh, Ignor Nosov, February 8th, former governor died of suffering an apparent stroke in Moscow. And this list goes on and on and on. The one that was really interesting to me was, and it's not interesting, it's sad, my condolences to the families of all these people, Colonel Kyr- 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 Vadim Boko, November 16th, Ukraine war mobilization chief, his death was real suicide besides being shot five times. Oh, it never ends. So we have to understand that this murder, Inc., this mafiosa, the CIA, which is what this is, by the way, you know, MI6 and Mossad operate in other countries all the time and with impunity in most cases. You see that with a lot of the contractors that were operating in Iraq. They could do whatever they wanted to do, and they never were brought to justice in the vast majority of cases because they were being paid mercenaries to do the bidding of their masters. Always remember who runs the world, and the world is run through organized crime. Read the book, the, <laughs> Operation Gladio, The Unholy Alliance between the Mafia, the Vatican, okay, and the CIA. Read the book, and you'll get a real quick primer, a real good study of who runs the planet, why they do it, why organized crime is involved, and why drugs and fentanyl and alcohol and prostitution are their mainstays. Always remember that. Guys, remember this. Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. For he is the author, and he is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of our faith. Put on the full armor of God and stand every single day, every day of your life. Because remember, we're all in this together. You know, you're you're in it with me and Austin and our family. I'm in it with you and your family. And I want to thank you again for your support of Health Masters. And make sure you stay stocked up on supplements, because I don't know what's going to happen with our supply lines, et cetera. But we're here for you. As long as we possibly can be, we'll be here, here to tell you the truth and protect you and to pray for you every single day. Austin, what do you think, buddy? Go ahead and finish up the show and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh,
0: thank you so much, you're right. and One of the reasons that we can have this show for an hour every single day with no commercials, I might add, still proud of that. I hate commercials, (laughs) we will do that as long as we can keep this show on dad and i agreed and i told you before we're not doing ads and commercials and breaks on this show we're giving an hour straight and we if we have to start running ads and commercials on the show then quite frankly we don't need to be doing this show anymore and as far as i'm concerned our listeners our customers our health masters family we do it for you so thank you for your support also to another news one last story and this is interesting i'm gonna keep doing some more research on this because i already know there's something shady going on behind the scenes suddenly with all this stuff going on with these banks right Quietly, Pfizer is now buying Sagan, Seagen. S e a g e n. It is a research cancer company for 43 billion dollars. One of Pfizer's largest acquisitions, and essentially they want to buy it to start getting into more cancer research drugs. Now the weird thing about this is Pfizer already has an enormous research branch. I mean, they're huge. So why are they buying? Segan for $43 billion. the biotech drug developer that specializes in antibody drug ADC technology. Its key products are lab-made proteins called, uh, called monoclonal antibodies that seek out cancer cells to deliver cancer-killing drugs while sparing surrounding health tissue. Sounds interesting. Going to keep an eye on it. You guys tell me what you think if you know anything about this, but I find it very strange Pfizer's dumping this much cash in an all-cash deal to buy a company up when Pfizer's already got a lot of this already research in-house. What are they doing, or is this just another acquisition, which could be? We've seen this, and I brought this up earlier. you got BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, and they own a specific company like Disney. Well, then they own the same company that's in competition with Disney. And so there is no there is no downside to them. They just buy up everything, and they own all the shares in aggregate so they can control and dictate every company. If they want the company to go up, it goes up. They want the company to go down and collapse and dissolve it, they collapse it. They control every aspect of pretty much every major company now. And it's a very, very serious monopoly problem that nobody nobody on mainstream media has addressed why well because all the companies that give the ad revenue to like Fox News and CNN are owned by BlackRock and Vanguard it's the same thing like Pfizer I mean Pfizer sponsors all this stuff all the time I talked to a guy one time and he told me roughly 60 to 70 percent of the ad revenue from Fox is from pharmaceutical companies 60 to 70 percent that's why I can't even watch TV. I don't watch TV. I don't even have TV because if y'all noticed, and I didn't – not too long ago, I was at a friend's house and they had TV on, and I noticed it was literally like every second and third commercial. It was on the news out. It was like every second or third commercial was a pharmaceutical drug commercial, and I looked, at it and I said, I don't watch TV much anymore. I said, but this – does nobody else notice how ridiculous? Re- Ridiculous this is the United States. Most people don't realize this is one of the only countries in the entire world that lets direct from pharmaceutical company advertising direct to market, direct to consumer. That's it. You can't do this in Europe. There are no pharma ads in Europe on TV. It's illegal in most countries because you're sitting there encouraging people to take drugs they probably don't need using a landscape of propaganda to make people think the drug's going to do something it's not. Keep your body strong. Keep your mind strong, my friends. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, the GHI. A Cleanse on sale right now along with the vitamin C caps with that antioxidants. That's our vitamin C that also has the quercetin in it on sale right now is product of the week. Be sure to check that out and also vote for what you want to see when coming up this Wednesday. It looks like the zinc glycinate and the uh, DIM estrogen control. Both of those are pulling pretty strong right now. Liver supports pulling strong too. That's a really good product. So be sure to check them out if you need anything. Thank you for your support. Keep getting the truth out there, my friends. I cannot encourage that enough. Thank you for everything. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.